This is the Mind Fitness Method Podcast, a podcast focusing on mental skills for sustainable weight loss and fitness. Welcome back to the Mind Fitness Method Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you. Well, I want to start off with a story. Two stories, actually. So the first story is about a woman named Jane. Jane's 50 years old. She's just bought a new house with her husband of 25 years where they plan to retire. The kids are out of the house now and they're ready to just settle down and finally enjoy life. So they buy their house. They actually, they buy land and build a house on it. They've waited for months. They've meticulously analyzed their finances so that they could get this house. The house is finally complete. They move in. Life is wonderful. And then Jane's husband suddenly dies from heart attack. Jane is absolutely shell-shocked by this. She starts missing quite a bit of work. She has to sell the house, ultimately. And she's moved into a new apartment. She, over the course of the next two years, she gains about 35 pounds. She's back under her feet financially. She's emotionally beginning to, you know, defervesce from the intense sorrow. Uh, But there's also been this stress that's been there ever since the moment that he died. Now, let me tell you another story. This one's a little bit happier, sort of. A man named Mike. Mike's 38 years old. He has a great job in sales. He was married once before and had a daughter from that marriage and was divorced. And that was a couple of years back. He's met a new woman in his life. They fall in love. And Mike gets married. And he has an 11-year-old daughter from his first marriage who is not down with this new marriage. She is very emotional. She's trying to sabotage the relationship. There's a lot of difficulty in getting her children, that she has two children from a previous marriage, quite a bit of difficulty getting, you know, sort of the family unit together in their new home. To add to things, uh, Mike's wife becomes pregnant in the first year of their marriage. And over the next two years, Mike gains over 40 pounds So what do both of these circumstances have in common? You know, these are very stressful circumstances, both of them. Stress and chronic stress at that is the common denominator. And the bottom line is any situation that creates a a substantial change in your life circumstances will cause stress, whether it's possibly a good thing, you know, or a bad thing, something that adds stability or something that takes away stability. Either way, if it causes you to have to take a different path and pay attention to new things in your life, then uh, it's going to cause stress and it's going to take you a while to get used to it. Even moving into a new home, being in that new home, even after you've moved in and all of the new furniture is in the right place and the floors are swept and the dust is 
and the cobwebs are gone, it's still this stress that lingers for a few months after you move into a new home because, you know, it's just, you have to pay attention to new things. The light switches aren't, you know, it's kind of hard to figure the light switches out and it's the little things that still kind of cause some stress. So stress physiologically uh, causes a number of things to happen in your body. Now, acute stress, an acute stressful situation, something um, happens where, I don't know, maybe you don't know where your kids are at nighttime. They don't call you. You can't find them uh, on the uh, Life360 app or whatever. Uh, Your stress level goes up. Your epinephrine levels go up, which puts you in the fight or flight situation. So your epinephrine's up, your heart rate goes up. You will not be hungry in those moments. But simultaneously, your adrenal glands, uh, which sit on top of your kidneys, they are going to start pumping out a lot more cortisol. Cortisol is a steroid and it's part of what you need to prepare yourself for stress. You need cortisol. But if the and normally, though, once that stressful episode's over, your, your kid finally calls you, and now you know where they are and that they're alive, and now you're going to have to give them a strong talking to and grounding and probably take away their phone <laughs> for a while. Well, then your stress levels come down. The epinephrine comes down. The cortisol comes down. But these other situations, like what I just described in the first two little stories, Those are situations where the stress just stays and it goes on and on for weeks, months, even more than a year. And that's where we're vulnerable to gaining weight. Now that cortisol level will just stay up high and cortisol has a lot of effects. In in fact, you can see it most in, in my practice as a neurosurgeon, I see the effects of cortisol most in patients who have a pituitary tumor that causes you to secrete more cortisol and it's the Cushing's syndrome they call it but you can also see it in people who have to take cortisol you know steroids chronically for other medical reasons you know if they have some type of uh, arthritis or if they uh, whatever the situation is uh, that they might have, that they have to take steroids long-term. You can see the, these effects pretty dramatically. But cortisol, if sustained exposure to high levels of cortisol will cause you to retain fluid. It'll, it will make you hungrier. And it doesn't just make you hungrier. It makes you hungrier specifically for high-fat, high-sugar foods. And some people will produce more cortisol than others in response to stress. We're not the same on that. And so uh, what they've found in studies is that the people who tend to produce more cortisol in response to stress also tend to snack on high-fat, high-sugar foods to sort of combat their stress. That's why they call them comfort foods, because... There's something about the feedback loop from these high-fat, high-sugar foods that kind of helps modulate your stress response and bring things down a little bit. So 
And there's, there's also been research that suggests that there's a, a difference in the sexes about how we react to stress. Men tend to go more toward alcohol and tobacco. Women tend to go more for the food. Um, but all of us tend to do more eating uh, under chronic stressful situations. So how to deal with this? How to deal with a life situation that is causing you chronic stress and combat the weight gain that can occur because of it? Three big ways that I'm going to talk about for the purposes of this podcast. Number one is meditation and simply doing meditation. There is so much stuff out there on meditation these days. And there have been many, many studies that have shown its effectiveness in reducing stress. And many of us sort of tend to blow this off, but it's, it's important. And I was myself blowing it off for many years until uh, about the last year. And uh, I found an app called Headspace. And I'd heard some influencers talking about it. And so I finally gave it a go. And uh, I tell you, it's really amazing. And it is a fantastic, I don't have no financial uh, relationship with this company that makes Headspace, but it's, I think, fantastic and certainly something you could give a try for. Uh, There's several others out there uh, that are along the same vein that you can try, but um, meditation is a great way to lower your stress level on a daily basis. Second thing, exercise. Exercise is absolutely a keystone habit. And if you can just incorporate that in your life, it is, has been proven over and over to be a stress reducer. You're just substituting exercise for eating in that habit loop in order to lower your stress and the effects on your body will be so much greater. It's, it's much more of a comfort food to you than comfort food is. Um, it creates such a feeling of well-being but you have to know how to get yourself into that exercise mode despite being stressed finally is social support and one book that i really like it's called social by matthew lieberman and he really talks about how why it's so important to to our happiness in life to have connection with other people and why that is, you know, they, they talk about how, you know, in order to be world-class at anything, you have to have 10,000 hours at doing that thing, whether you're a musician, a surgeon, a accountant, or whatever it is that you do, ping pong player. Once you've gotten in your 10,000 hours, you're world class. Well, all of us have about 10,000 hours of practice at being social with other people by the time we're 10 years old. That's why we are so wired into each other so much and how we can tell what's going on in each other's heads so well, so much better than other animals because we really put in a lot of time on this. It affects how we we live and and how we behave in life but we do get a lot of good from being connected with others and if you really want to double down on stress relief do your exercise with other people (laughs) get your social and your exercise in together that's like a a super stress antidote 
is combining your exercise and your social life together. So keep the stress level down because chronic cortisol, chronically raised levels of cortisol will cause you to retain that fluid. It will make you hungry for the high fat, high sugar foods. Realize that about every three or four months in your life, something major is going to come along that's going to stress you out. If you think back in the last year or two, probably about every three to four months, something pretty significant came along and stressed you out for more than a day, more than maybe even a week. So it's going to be a chronic theme, a recurring theme in your life that you got to deal with stress. And if you get the techniques down now, ingrain them, make them second nature, you'll be able to keep that weight down, keep the stress-related weight gain from happening. So I hope you found this helpful. Visit us at the website at www.ericakinmd.com. That's E-R-I-C-A-K-I-N-M-D.com. Or register for my free masterclass called Professionals Fitness Fast Track. I'll teach you four secrets to maintaining long-term weight loss and fitness, how to keep from falling off the wagon repeatedly. You'll learn a little bit about how this the food industry is tricking us into eating more. You'll learn how social media can even have a bearing on how much you eat and your weight gain and so much more. All you have to do is go to www.ericakinmd.com slash register and put in your name and your email address and you'll get free access to this masterclass. I hope you found this helpful. I will see you next time. Remember, it is your brain that maintains the change.